cheese, and we get really high. Bonjour. (laughs) 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 Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Weed of Shock podcast, where Nosebo and Dang have beef. We feel character-related grief. And follow the way of the leaf. <laughs> I'm the Shame of Jarvalon, and I am here with my co-hosts, Deng and Nospo, and we are here to talk to you about the Eye of the World and Towers of Midnight. Again, nice. there's, a lot, there's a lot to break down, okay? Also, <laughs> special shout out to all our French listeners, we hate you. <laughs> Deng switched to the countdown in French halfway through, and I thought it would be funny to respond in French. You got us, you got us good. <laughs> Alright, um, I gotta change what date this was recorded on, because this is not Halloween. <laughs> Ooh, anybody want a timestamp for when we're doing this discussion? Joe Biden won Pennsylvania today, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, yeah. that's what happened while I was at work today. And a student told you? <laughs> a fucking ten-year-old boy told me. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so, shaitan's lettuce and munchies. So, Deng and myself. We went OG. We went. We smoked out of the glass bong. We did. We smoked out of the glass bong. Um, we get to that later normally, though. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, we smoked Truro Wedding Mint. The cat is trying to get inside of a box. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on, I'm handling it. I'm handling it. <laughs> I know. I was just announcing to our, our listeners. They knew what the noises of distress were. And if you have a cat, you'd probably empathize. Um... <laughs> So we smoked Truro Wedding Mint, which is t- 27.8% THC. It's something CBD, but I didn't want to check the canister. Um, I realize now it's on the table. <laughs> that we're it's recording okay. this. It's okay. It's all good. We used our mouthpieces. We we did. We're, we're going to get to that. Oh, shit. I think there's still a list of <laughs> okay. weed. I keep forgetting that we're actually keeping the weed part in before the talking about the weed part. So yeah. I get confused. That's legit. We also smoked Redican Wapa, which is 26.2% THC. And we also had some Pure Sun Farms, Pure Sun CBD, uh, which is 7% THC <laughs> and 15.1% CBD. The Southern accent was intentional. It was necessary. It was, <laughs> do you remember? Pepperidge Pure Sun Farms, Farms remembers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The 21st night of September. Oh my God. <laughs> no smoke. What the fuck do you smoke? Too much, apparently. No. Okay. So I had White Wedding by Misku. Misku. M-I-S-I-K-U. It's a hybrid. It has approximately 25.7% THC. (laughs) (laughs) And approximately... Um, zero point seven. Don't hurt yourself CB. on those big words. <laughs> oh no, my my apologies. Zero and seven hundred percent CBD. I'm not ready yet, Dad. That doesn't have CBD. <laughs> that's, that's nothing. <laughs> okay, how many bowls do we smoke, Dang? Like five. Yeah, but they're they're not, the thing is, depending on the piece we smoke out of, the bowls are not the same size. <laughs> like our. Our silicone bongs are way, way bigger bowls. Mm-hmm. How many bowls did you smoke, No smoke? Collectively one. <laughs> Collectively, you're one person. <laughs> Lord have mercy on me. 
Uh, so we smoked out of our glass bong. Do you remember what brand that is? Oh, uh, uh, True Dope, I think. No, no, that's the big one. Never mind. No, I don't. It's the one with the star that's half black. Black star or some shit? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You've probably Famous seen it on our something. Patreon somewhere too. Well, yeah, we, you can find it on the Ontario Canvas store. Yeah, honestly, it's like just a 16 a inch glass, glass beaker bong yeah. and it's served us for years. It's so fucking good. It was I the first it. bong I ever got. Alas, the COVID. <laughs> Alas, the COVID. It's true. Uh, okay, Woods of Ypres. Woods of Ypres was dope. Oh, and no smoking out of your piece, Monica Kelly bong. I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot. I skipped We can that. also do munchies. Yeah, but snacks are after fun things that we happened in the garage. Okay. I'm so confused on the order of this. We can I rearrange just, it. It's no, just, it's okay. It's I just, I guess I don't remember what the order is. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <what's laughs> Listeners, poll for the episode. Is she changing this just to fuck with me? Because I'm just the right amount of paranoid high to think of it. I'm not. Literally every episode, I just make a copy of the last episode. She changed the intro and the outro and then blank the answers that I wrote in so I can rewrite them. It's true. I do not change the order. I promise you this. Listeners, tune in. Tell us what you think. (laughs) Anyway. I'm not gaslighting my husband. In the garage, we listen... To music. That's where you were going. Mm-hmm. We did. <laughs> it's true. Um, Woods of Ypres specifically. Yeah. So to explain beyond the name, because it makes no sense. Um, Ypres. Oh, Jesus Christ. Stop. <laughs> this episode is too fucking French already. <laughs> God. Sorry if you're French. I'm not. <laughs> um... Woods of Ypres is a blackened doom metal band from Windsor, so somewhere in our general area. <laughs> in um, our province. Yeah, yeah. Semi-local to our province. They're a band from our state. <laughs> you know? And uh, they're angsty as hell, but they're really good. Life is just pain and piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've been grooving out to the most suicidal music for an hour, actually. Okay, but like the lyrics were horrible, but the song was dope as shit. There's a really cool drum section. So we've been having a good time. Okay, so snacks. How would you like to describe your pretzels? Okay. Pretzels with my secret blend of 11 herbs and spices. (laughs) Is it actually 11? I think it's like six, actually. Okay, hold on. So put a bunch of pretzels in a big thing, put vegetable oil in there, stir them up, get them all sticky. And then it's pepper, seasoning salt, garlic powder, onion powder, dill, cayenne pepper. It's six. Good guess. There you go. Anyway, they're really yummy. Make they're just it at kinda... home. Tell us what you think. <laughs> this batch is kind of spicy. I'm struggling because the only thing I have to wash it down with is whiskey. <laughs> you have water. Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> it. You didn't fill it up before the episode? No, because I'm an idiot. Oh, no. C'est tragique. That is tragic. <laughs> I will walk if this episode gets any more French, I swear to God. I'm eating uh, leftover Halloween candy. I'm eating Sour Patch Kids and uh, Fuzzy Peaches. Mm. Nice. And I had a cookie at the start of this episode. I just finished it. Cookie. Uh, I'm drinking water and I'm drinking iced tea with rum. 
Havana Club, only the finest. Iced tea in Rome, I believe. Cubadas. Yeah. It's no, not a cubada. Cool. I know it's not okay. a cubada. I was trying to say Cuba, and then Cubada just came out of my mouth. <laughs> Naturally, as you do. Oh, I brought a vanilla Coke home with me, and I kind of want to, like, Cubada it up, you know? No, that's fair. Do it. With a vanilla Although, Coke? Oh, problem? Mm. How do you do lime with that? I think, I, I think it'd be okay. Oh. <laughs> Listeners, a... tell us what you think. Vanilla plus lime? Or are you a human being? <laughs> Also, no spo. I've realized we can actually have some solidarity. Your people and my people. My people and the French fries. Um, <laughs> hating the English. We. <laughs> Don't we all? And the Scottish person over there. Holy shit, yeah. Um, yeah, I found some a- Scottish tweets today and it, it was a fun time. This is yet another thing that makes us a trio. Also, sorry to... <laughs> hating the English? That just makes us someone not from England. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, England sorry to Shido you. Sandwich Man and Curly Whirly. But you're from a bad country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to kill Nospo that bad. Oh my god, my uvula attacked me just now. Oh, it's a girl house. Fuck. Alright, so I the world, right? Oh god, I've been reading that shit to your book. For how long? Oh, like 600 pages. Oh god, you're almost there. You're so close. I know, I know. Groot's about to show up, I swear to god. You're so close. Not even everyone's in Camelin yet, actually. 600 pages in. This book is very weirdly paced. It is. They spend a disproportionate amount of time in Berlon. The yeah. fight that Rand has at the end is, like, ridiculous. It's like a page and a half, isn't it? Like... It's so weird. It has no detail and makes no sense. Yeah, I was gonna ask. And, like, you. I understand it. I don't need somebody to fucking mansplain it to me. It's just, it's badly fucking written. <laughs> and if you think otherwise, you're wrong. Yeah, I was going to ask if you could, like, later give me the 411, because I oh, remember yeah. nothing. No, that's fair. Also, someone you just... read it five years ago. Someone randomly starts fucking talking in all caps, like, it's a bad book. The 2017, I think, actually. Fucking... The, the Eye of the World deserved to have as bad a cover as it did. Uh, there I said it. <laughs> it's really bad. I remember oh. asking about how bad the cover was. That's legit. Land in full plate armor. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say a thing and I lost it, sorry. I think. It was about 2017. <laughs> oh, yes. I was going to say that, like, but COVID happened and lockdown happened, so it's been five years. That's true. I agree. Since June, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since March 1st, like. Yeah. <laughs> not even joking. I had to go to Sault Ste. Marie. I had a job interview. I said no more French shit. <laughs> <laughs> she says Sault Ste. Marie. Where would Sophie pray? Was from, from Oh, the last that's album. true. You get a pass, but you're part American, part fucking French. Sault Ste. Marie, you're on thin ice. I've always noticed way more French in Sudbury than in Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, but the name. Yeah, I know, like, I totally get that, but, like, I just think that's odd because yeah. of the names. Most French city in our province is fucking Wawa somehow. Oh my like, god. What the hell? And that's why we don't go there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Eye of the world. Um, <laughs> um, some dumb... Oh, you know where I finished reading at work today? Where? 
Gowan falls down out of the tree and says, Elaine, I knew we shouldn't have come and tried this. Mother will be so cross. What are you going to say about this giant man in our backyard? Like, yeah. this Aiel that tumbled in. Yeah. <laughs> As if Gowan knows what an Aiel is. He asks Rand about it. Oh, fair enough. I haven't gotten quite that yeah. far yet. I literally, he just said, Yeah. Mother will be cross. And that was about it. <laughs> I'm so sorry that Gowan gets introduced in the first book. Yeah, me fucking too. Damn. I thought it was just Elaine, but no, it had to be even worse. Uh, but no, okay, the thing I wanted to say about Eye of the World, actually. You just had to make Elaine not be the worst you can. <laughs> true. <laughs> That's why Gowan got ramped up to such levels of douchery. That's so true. Um, the thing I wanted to say is not actually about anything I read in the book today. But I was at work today, and I was I had my book on my desk, and I had a student's parent come in and happened to see it. And before they left, they were like, oh, how are you enjoying the Wheel of Time? I said, okay, well, I've read it before. Um, so, like, TBH, I'm actually not even enjoying it this time. <laughs> like, But it's there. Yeah, I've read it. And he it says... It's better after this one. <laughs> and he says... Okay, would you recommend it? Because, like, I tried the first couple chapters and couldn't get into it. And I felt so fucking vindicated! <laughs> and, I, and this is a... This yeah. person later said that they had read Stephen Erickson, which means they got through Gardens of the Moon, but didn't get through the Eye of the World. Yeah, yeah. Gardens of the Moon gets flack for being a shitty fucking fantasy opener, but it's a better fantasy opener than Eye of the World, so suck a fucking bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Because this guy could get through Gardens of the Moon, but not fucking 50 pages of Eye of the World. It's feel bad, Robert Jordan. Because he didn't introduce any characters. When I tell people to read The Wheel of Time, I give them a diagram. I give them a character sheet explaining who is who. Nosfo probably remembers receiving it. I just viscerally remembered receiving it. (laughs) And was it helpful? Yes, immensely. Um... Because you meet like 30 people in 30 pages and almost none of them are explained as later. They are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of them are Senbui. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who was perfectly cast. He was. Oh, other thing about Senbui. Mm. Matt met Loyal. No, sorry. Rand met Loyal and he was like, damn, you're a Trollic. And he was like, no, I'm just 90. I'm an Ogier. And he was like, holy shit, you're older than Senbui. Like, how is this your first interaction, you two? Like, imagine how is to- loyal nice to you after this? <laughs> loyal is so nice to Rand for no fucking reason. After being mislabeled a trollic, <laughs> like- apparently he gets that a lot. Oh, poor loyal. From Matt later in the chapter. Yeah. This <laughs> fuck. Anyway. I remember why I don't like Matt in the beginning of the series. He's so angsty and rude. The second they get to Camelin, he becomes insufferable. Yeah. He's it's... totally fine when they walk to Camelin. He's totally reasonable. He gets a little bit douchey towards the end. He gets him, like, chased off a few farms because he's, like, side-eyeing the fuck out of people. No, they just get chased off farms because no one trusts them. Yeah, that, That's happened I think... the whole way, like... Yeah, but I know um... it got worse because of the way that Matt was acting. He was just, they were both really tired and bitchy is the yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, reading it, I never found him worse, like, this time recently, reading it this week. Mm. I never found it worse than um, Rand was at any given time. They were both just angsty and tired and hungry, you know what I mean? Like, 
Mm-hmm. Weird. I thought I remembered, like, Rand saying that they would go because, like, things were happening and, like, Matt was getting ready to fight. But, like... Oh, I think I remember that, too, actually. That might be later in the series, though. Yeah, but it was because something really douchey but had been done Rand and Matt are never alone. That's true. Ever again. Listeners, what do you think? How bad was Matt before they got to Camelot? Yeah. Let us know. Give us your input. Because he, he, even right near the end, he helped haul Rand around when Rand was sick. Yeah, right? because it's, okay, one of my favorite things about rereading the Wheel of Time is you start to see where Rand is using the power. And, and when the, he gets sick? When he gets sick. So, like, the first time he used the power is, you know, giving... Bella's strength with Egwene. But right before he gets sick, it mm-hmm. gets mentioned to either Egwene or Nynaeve through Moraine. Yep. It's so nicely set up, finally, Robert yep. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Because they talk about it in the case of Elaine, or Egwene. Egwene, yeah. Uh, and saying, like, you know, if you weren't guided through this process. Mm-hmm. And then we see it with the lightning. We, we see it getting closer and closer together. You see it when he uh, is on Bale Doman's mast being a shit. That's part of the sickness. Really? Yeah. What? Why? That? It's um, just like acting foolhardy and stuff. I think that's something okay, that's mentioned. That is definitely part of the sickness, even if it's not portrayed necessarily the same way. Okay. Um, but I think he used the power and shatter Logoth for something. Maybe. I see. Just remembering the scene on top of the mast because it was a. Yeah. I read it not that long ago. The way it was written really was just like. I'm up here having fun. Yeah. I'm not saying and it was like, written it was, well. I know that's how it was supposed to be, though. Man, Robert Jordan took a while to not suck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> to be fair, we, we've we read uh, The Warrior of the Altai. We know it was worse. Yeah, somehow, somehow <laughs> I the world is an improvement. Jesus. Not in terms of storytelling, just in terms of sexual assault. Yeah. Accurate. Oh, but it's a man getting sexually assaulted, so it's fine. <laughs> At least he fixed that take for the, the Wheel of Time. Yeah, good boy. <laughs> that, that, was, that was growth. It was. Let's stop talking about a bad book. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about a half good book that got written half badly by an asshole. Yeah, Towers of Midnight. Robert Jordan finally figured it out, and then... <laughs> he died! And then he died. Tragically. But he did not. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> the very next. Fill your water bottle while you're up. Just, yeah. like, pause it and fill your water bottle. Okay. All right. <laughs> Towers of Midnight. Mm-hmm. So, we are now... With Perrin, Fayil, Morghese, Elaine, Galad. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. And I really do have to start with the dumbest plot point <laughs> in the Wheel of Time. Allegedly. I think you'll agree with me on this one. Go. And Matt? Not Matt. I know Elaine will come up again later. Okay. Valid. Um, Elaine kind of fits with both. <laughs> Out of curiosity, who'd you group Matt with? Tuan, Tom, Moraine, and Noel. Oh, that makes sense. Valid. A little bit Brigida. But anyway. Mm. Dumb. Really dumb plotline. The fucking rumors about Perrin and Berlaine. (laughs) It's annoying. 
It's unnecessary. It's just uncomfortable. It's shitty to read. It's not fun. Because you're like, this bitch. It's it's an entirely unenjoyable plotline. You're right. It's so annoying. And like, it's how the book starts, basically. Fayo walks into Berlaine's tent and is like, we need to figure this out. And they have an angsty fight. Like, what's the fight? Like, there's rumors about the sluttier one of you, essentially, is what's going yeah. on. The other one is married to a faithful man. I don't see what you need to fight about. Like, It's because everybody in the camp has heard the rumors and the two Riversmen are treating Perrin differently because of it. Mm-hmm. So she bullies Berylaine to be like, we need to figure out a way to resolve this or I'm going to fight you to the death. <laughs> and like, all power to you. It worked. You. Like, absolutely necessary. <laughs> But there shouldn't have been a plot point in the book whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary. Fayil dealing with the problem was not the issue. The issue is that Berylaine propagated this problem. Mm-hmm. And then in one of the cooler bubbles of evils to have happened, the Literally. weapons come alive and start attacking. But yeah. alas, it has to be ruined by the plot line of the fucking rumors. Because Fayil helps Berylaine out and everyone's like, wow, she didn't let her die. And I'm like... Of course not. She's the first of Mayin. She's essentially their queen. Like, Yeah, but at the same time, who gives a fuck? Fayil <laughs> does not. Like, oh yay, Mayin. Very important kingdom that we're all very concerned about. Fuck you. You're not Tyr, Ilian, or Andor, or a borderland. Like, just go away. I think their whole personality actually is being not Tyr. <laughs> <laughs> That's alien, but they're they're tier adjacent and tier wants them bad, and they're like, nope. If being not something can get you elected president, I suppose it can get you elected important to the Wheel of Time plotline. Valid. (laughs) A little bit shoehorned, but valid. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh no, I remembered it. And then they're like, you know what's going to resolve this? Do you really know what's going to resolve this? You're never going to believe this shit. It's Galad. Galad's going to resolve this for everybody. Berlaine's going to fall hopelessly deeply in love with him and everyone's going to be like, it's chill now. Um, also, canonically, the only thing Galad actually had to be in the books for. Oh, shit. Was to end up with Berlaine. He does. I'm not sure if he t- passes the test. He kills uh, Volda. Yeah, but, like, anybody could have done that. Valda didn't have to, like... It would have been a more useful thing for Gowan to have done. Because then Gowan wouldn't have sucked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Galad was just there to be pretty and then eventually be pretty for the right person, like... Okay, but you know what? He was absolutely necessary for getting his fucking ass beat by Matt in... (laughs) Great Hunt! The Great Hunt! Yeah. Yes! One of the best things I've ever written or read. <laughs> I, did not, I did not write the Wheel of Time. I'm so sorry. Harry. The weed, weed. The weed weaves is the weed wheels. I'm gonna piss off Bye. our listeners. You're younger than the Great Hunt. <laughs> it's true. Do you feel old? Congratulations. But yeah, no, that's just how they resolve that. It's so bad. And it's like, wow, I would have much rather read anything else but this <laughs> although galad and berlin are just like fucking funny you know they are 
they're like somehow cute together and every time I'm like this is bullshit you just saw each other and was like wow they're beautiful I love you yeah. <laughs> no seriously cause I, they went full narcissist but on a different person <laughs> come to think of it both characters are just there to be pretty and eventually they look at each other and go ah a like mind like <laughs> yeah neither of them needed to be in this book series Robert Jordan needed to edit <laughs> Harriet needed to edit. God, sorry, I made you, I'm sorry I made you joke on Whiskey. Okay, but this takes us perfectly to my next point. Please, yes. The trial did not need to take that many fucking pages. The battle that was supposed to happen did not need to take that many changes. Because the important parts of that book happened in the last, like, 200 pages of Heron's story. That was yeah. the only part I needed to oh, know. Yeah. Cool moment when Morghese is just like, oh, I'm alive. <laughs> Pierce. <laughs> She's like, hello, Galad. My son and Galad's like, not Mother? trauma I wanted to deal with today. <laughs> is it not trauma now? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and he debates about like feeling bad about, about killing, killing Valda for so long. And I'm like, he... Raped your mother. It was fine. I don't think he feels bad about killing Valda. I think he specifically says says that. He's just like, I don't know if it was fully legal. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you're hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're the no. But, but of course, Galad. Being... Credit song. No, pain and piss. <laughs> uh, I meant that for ranting and raving. Galad. Seriously, the most cop character in the entire fucking yeah. thing. He he would very much be concerned with what's legal versus what's right. Like, yeah. yep. God, what a fucking prick. <laughs> he really does have the most infuriating morals of a human being ever to but exist. But he, he starts to have growth. He, he starts does. to have growth, but he's one hell of a young Republican. Like <laughs> He very seriously starts yes. to have growth in this book because Morgase is like, the world is gray. Galad or Galad Damadred, like it's time you learn it. <laughs> he's he's yeah. looking at his cloak like, really? <laughs> Great. But like the trial, I just need to use some bleach. <laughs> but the trial, like it, it comes to an end, and in the most bullshit thing I've ever seen in my life, Morgay's Trican declares Perrin guilty because he killed a wolf, or like he killed people, yeah. and a wolf is not a protected species. <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> he just bared his soul to you, and you just were like, "Cool story, not enough." <laughs> to be fair, he he admitted he did it. He did, but he admitted he was guilty. It's true. Okay, but like, you shouldn't be like. No, that should have been a lesser charge. That should have been considered self-defense or something. Like second-degree manslaughter, some yeah. shit. Yeah, that's like killing a proud boy, like. <laughs> Really? Okay, and then in the oh, most... You! <laughs> Morghese is hella irresponsible here. Because she's like, I wouldn't say I was going to pass sentence. I just said I was going to pass judgment. You pass sentence. The law, you figure it out. What should you do in this case? But I think, I think this is her... She. This is what she's been priming him for. With the world is gray discussions. I know. But she was willing to gamble parent on that. And like, should she have been? I think that she would have, people might not have accepted it if 
she had been the one to assign him to not die. Mm-mm. Fair enough. It it looked better coming from Galad. It does. I think that was that was a house of Game of Houses move, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. It was shady, yeah. Definitely shady. But I think she meant for Perrin to live. Oh, I Even think she did so, too. she took a fucking risk. She did, yes. But the trial comes to an end. And Perrin's guilty. And they're like, my sentence will come after the last battle. Cool, thanks. Bye. Gotta go. Because Luke's in the dream and I need to get the fuck <laughs> out of here. And she's like, oh, daddy. Thing I read in Eye of the World, like a couple days ago. Yeah, and then there was uh, there was Luke who just went off and died in the blight a few years ago. Yeah, it's just like a bit of <laughs> a bit of a bit of dialogue you get from a random ass wagon driver in Eye of the World. And it's like, yeah, sure, that'll never come back. Oh, the one telling them about the Camelin yeah. and the one that comes back for the apples. Yeah, yeah, his name's Bunt or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds right. Anyway, yeah, Luke, by the way. <laughs> and this is where all the cool shit happens, because Perrin's gone fucking insanely good in the wolf dream. He's been training in the nightmares, baby. <laughs> and it's been so fun to read. And you're so sad when Perrin wakes up, because you're like, God damn it, I have to go see Galad again. And I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> also, and so Berylane's like, oh my god, he's going to kill Galad. <laughs> yes. to, to clarify, going after Luke in the dream, Mm-hmm. Was that, With the dream spike. Was that under a big magic dome? Yeah, yeah that which was the dream dome. spike that prevented the army from using gateways. Yes, okay, keep talking. Keep so talking. they couldn't escape. They could not escape using El Dreams. And it was like, they needed to leave because they were worried the white the cloaks trollics were going to come. Them. They didn't even know about the trollics yet. Perrin had a suspicion. He knew there was a trap. He, knew there he was... thought it was a forsaken. Mm-hmm. He thought there was something coming down that way. So it wasn't even the white cloaks. The white cloaks weren't going to kill him. They had left. Mm-hmm. He went into the wolf dream to take out the dream spike because he's like, we need to get our army out of here now because this stinks. It stinks like shit. Yes. <laughs> the cover of the cover of Steven Erickson's The Crippled God mm-hmm. gives me the same sort of imagery as Perrin going in under the magic dome. Mm-hmm. That's legit. Can I see the big one? Yeah, it's it's less yeah. so on the big version, but That's still kind of. Yeah. Oh, I can see. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, yes. but it does look like a big magic dome, right? Yeah. Like absolutely. It makes a hammer he's done. But then he, he's cool in the the wolf dream. So fucking cool. And let I remind you that at this time, that. One, Hopper dies. And it's yeah. really fucking it's tragic. Sad. Hopper dies again. again. Hopper, a character so good that he had to die twice. Talk to the younger. Talk to the younger. <laughs> you unlocked a Malazan reference again. Yeah. And Perrin eventually like has the dream spike and he's walking it to Dragon Mount because that's just where he wants to put it. He's like, no one's on Dragon Mount. I can put it there. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> and they get, he stops at the tower. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Egwene is fighting Masana. Yeah, it's a nice crossover episode. And then in the best thing ever, Perrin makes probably the best line in the whole entire book. It's just a weave. It's just a weave, which, may I remind you, has the same emotion and meaning as it's just the ground. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just a weave. It's whatever, bro. He just dodges Balefire and like... That shit, that's not scary. That's just a weave, Egwene. Okay, that no, shit's not even real. He's literally the one in the Matrix. Like, <laughs> he is! 
Okay, when we're done watching Lord of the Rings, I would really like it if we could watch the Matrix movies. <laughs> it's been a while. I think it's been a year. I love them. I will absolutely... Oh, no, we've definitely watched oh, it did we watch quarantine, it in quarantine? For yeah. sure. Yeah, but as established. <laughs> it's been five years, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will absolutely commit to watching the first one. <laughs> That's good. That's fine, because then I can watch the, the others when you're not here. That actually makes it a little easier because you work a different time than I work. That's very true. I have a job where I work evenings and weekends. The worst. For now. (laughs) For now. Fuck that job. Uh, Anyways. He he stops at the tower. Stops at the tower and has a big fight. He speaks to Egwene for probably the last time canonically. Like, that's just what he says to her. Oh, that's true. But doesn't, do they not interact at the meeting? I think they do actually, but like, I don't know how much that was directly speaking. Mm. Okay, yeah. They're definitely both there though. We can presume that they might have chatted a little bit. Mm, the queen might have had some follow-up questions off-screen. There's definitely conversations we did not see in yeah. the fields of Marilor, like Yeah. Oh, y'all ready for a take, by the way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that should have been the moment at which Perrin and Egwene ended up together. No. It's just a weave? No, 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 no. At, or, oh, actually, in that moment, or during the, an extra scene in the meeting at Marilor. Okay. I actually full I uh, I am coming out as <laughs> So you want Fayil to like not be a character? Or I have you a want lot him fucking... to leave Fayil for Egwene? I want Fayil to not have been his partner originally. Okay, but still be a character potentially. I would probably be fine with her being a non affiliated character. Yeah, non-romantic with... interest. Yeah, but I fucking hate their entire relationship. It's so painful to read and Perrin and Egwene have more setup than most people do. That's legit. Based on Eye of the World. And then she wouldn't have been with Gowan, which would have been nice. Exactly! This is this is why I'm saying they should have got together at Towers of Midnight. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. They have a big dramatic battle scene kiss in... Uh... Holy in fuck! The, in the dream! <laughs> See? Holy fuck, yeah! I'm fucking right. <laughs> Parent learns to exit the wolf dream in the flesh. Moment to kiss her in real life afterwards. <laughs> yes, the Raylo kiss that we really actually needed. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you spoke that. I gotta. All right. Anyways, Parent dream spike fight fight Isam. Drops in lava. He drops it in lava. Because he knocks Isam into uh, a nightmare. And they fight in there. And Perrin makes himself look like somebody else in the ultimate goopening. (laughs) It's so good. It's so well written. Every time Perrin and Luke fight, it's so badass. Mm -hmm. And there hasn't been some in so long. And I'm like, he's still alive in the (laughs) dream. You did not kill him, Perrin. You have to go back He knows that. He's mad. He's just napping right now. He's building up his strength. He's napping. (laughs) He's napping. I guess I have a memory that of here on the table too, but like it's really fucked up when he falls asleep right after that and he has literally the three paths before him where he can just have regular sleep, enter the wolf dream mm-hmm. without, as he used, like how mm-hmm. he had originally, and yeah. in the flesh and he's like, I need to go to sleep or I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so tired. Berlaine literally was like, you have to go to sleep now or you're going to die. <laughs> Um, and you're like, don't you dare parody, Bara. Knocked him into a nightmare. And the nightmare had lava in it. But oh, Esam oh, had oh. been side-eyeing Dragon Mount really hard. So Perrin was like, 
lava might destroy the dream yeah, spike. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, and that's what I was going to say is Perrin dropping the dream spike in there. While El- pretending to be somebody else. El- Elrond, a couple parallel universes over, is like, I need to get me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he got the job done. We're here. Gets you the job done. <laughs> he, he really knows how to throw something into a volcano, don't he? <laughs> wow. I, a blacksmith, you say. Oh, oh. <laughs> Better yet, he'll reforge the sword himself. Oh, <laughs> Two for one. There's also, and I'm so happy we got this, we got a little bit more pair doing blacksmithing. And it yeah, when he made his fucking power rot hammer. I can't the remember the gods name. Hammer of in the distance. Malhel- <laughs> something. <laughs> something like Mjolnir? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's not, it's not subtle, subtle, Robbie. It's <laughs> so cool. And episode title. I can't remember which Ashram it was. But uh, they're like, Neon, Neon, Neon. Yeah. They're like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. It just felt right. Like, I need a circle now. Truth. When you walk into a music store and someone's just slapping a fucking bass. So you plug in a guitar and walk over and just start funking along. Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. It just feels right, man. <laughs> Also, I need to know the entire thing I'm including is it's not subtle, Robbie. Robbie. Hell yeah. <laughs> Junior. Junior. <laughs> okay, but uh, forges his hammer, saves Glad. Um, oh, Elaine finds out in this that her mom lives. Yeah. And it's really nice, and I'm glad that all of the Trapans got that in the end. Yeah. yeah. All of her children got that in the end. Even though it didn't add anything to Gowan's story whatsoever, it was nice to know that he knew his mother still lived while he died because he was a dumbass. And then he got to feel really dumb about hating Rand. True. Hopefully. I say as if he would have the ability to, you know, think critically about himself. <laughs> Gowan, Gowan can't self-crit. He's beyond that. <laughs> he can if he puts on certain rings. <laughs> okay, putting on a cock ring is not the same as self-critting, Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I can fit one on my pinky finger on my left hand, and one on the pinky finger of my right hand, and one on my penis. (laughs) Implying they're the same girth. (laughs) Yeah, that's where I went with it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that bitch was so dumb. So fucking Horrendously dumb. dumb. (laughs) Yeah, I've got spoiler warnings for the entirety of Gathering Storm, don't worry. Oh, I hope- Memory of light. Yeah, shit, I can't- Why do I keep doing that? I hope when you saw that I brought both books just in case that you were like, this- this just makes sense. Oh yeah, our now permanent spoiler warnings. Spoilers up to and including a memory of light, Rafo. Yeah. Um- She almost done. Rendell gets in some real fucking deep shit from this. Oh yes. (laughs) She she reaps some rewards from parents' actions and none of them are pleasant. Yes. This is what she gets for killing Asmodian. Because as much as they're killing Asmodian. Yeah, it was nice to know that Asmodian had some justice. <laughs> you goddamn right! <laughs> Avenged by fate. God, yeah. Demandrin, like, mentioned Asmodian, and I was like, yes, Asmodian! <laughs> A better Forsaken, yes. An interesting Forsaken. He wouldn't have just stood up on the battlefield and said, where is Luz there? Obviously in Shia Ghoul, you dumb fucking cunt. No, we're not gonna go in and get him. If you want him so bad, go your fucking self. Like, you're allowed you're obviously, no consequences. Like. He's literally walked in there dur- like multiple times during the book series. Mm-hmm. There's nothing stopping There's him. There's nothing stopping him. And like, Demander 
Let's think for a second. You're not the one in there. Moradin's the one in there. You are not the equivalent to lose there in here, my boy, my buddy, my dude. My you're, <laughs> you're subpar. Your shit's subpar. Your <laughs> shit's bar par. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an incredible reference. <laughs> what else we got? That's uh, kind of it. Perrin and Elaine. Oh, Bayard dies. Via best friend. Oh, yeah, shit. Because <laughs> he tries to kill Perrin when he's not looking. Yeah, Morhal kills him. I'm sorry, Bayar? He's a really fucking annoying... No, no, no. I know who he is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know exactly who Child Biar is. Because he's in Eye of the World, yeah. I know exactly who Child Biar is. Thank you very much. Bayar. Bayar is painful as shit. That's dumb as hell. And I'll never say that willingly. Like, That's damn. Funny. Fuck you, Junior. Maybe, maybe it's Biar. Maybe. Yeah. I can accept that. <laughs> yeah, like, thank you. Well, okay. Like, thank, thank you, Bornhall. But, like... Took you long enough to be decent? Yeah, like, really... And then he has another decent moment later, but I'm like, really? <laughs> Dane Bornhold, more like Pain Bornhold. Pain of the father's death. <laughs> I said in my asshole that I thought that was really funny. It was funny. <laughs> I just did a funny voice. <laughs> I didn't process it at first. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, and we're now at peace with the wolf inside because everyone has a different level of being at peace with the wolf inside. Because we saw Noel. No, no, no. Um, Gnome, yeah. Or the bloodless, I think. Is his real name, but I can Yeah. Wrong. Boundless. Boundless, yes. Also yeah. shame. No. Yeah. I know I said pain and piss for credit song, but wolf in my heart? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wolf in my heart. Learn to trust the wolf within, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Party. But that's kind of just it for Perrin. That's kind of just where we leave it off. Like, he gets... T- Elaine and him discuss, like, well, maybe Fael's first child and one of Tuan's babies, if not Tuan's babies, one of Perrin and Fael, yeah, um, could get married. Yeah. And Perrin's like, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, good for you. Yeah, your kids deserve better. And yeah. Elaine's still like, well, we could try and still facilitate something. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is the plot of the Swan Princess. <laughs> And seriously, after all this is done, this is everyone's gonna cut you out because fun. you're. <laughs> everyone's gonna cut you out because you're insufferable, Elaine. It's true. It's those people that you don't talk to after high school because you only had something to do with them because mm-hmm. graduation was. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because you saw them every day. day. Yeah. And parent more convenience al- friendships. Yes, proximity friendships. Yes. Mm. Parent is more or less named a lord of the two rivers. Because mm-hmm. they want to keep Minethrin. He's as steward part of, the two- of the two rivers. Yeah. yeah. Which gives him extra power over the lords of Andor. Man. Because she's giving it to Rand. She gets real excited about it, too. She I'm does. like, girl, he fucked you one time. Like, why are you so <laughs> obsessed with him? Seriously. I mean, he did impregnate her with twins at the same oh, time. Oh, I know, but like, <laughs> like. There's lots of single moms out there. Also, I'm going to take this to a weird-ass place, because I think the episode deserves that. I have heard rumor of there being some pornographic anime out there regarding a man who has addiction-forming semen. 
And I just realized now that that's essentially the plot of like Rand Althor <laughs> in the Wheel of Time. He just goes around and every time he has sex, it just like binds that person to him forever. And there's no going back and they're obsessed with him. And I'm like, that, that sounds like an anime I heard about on Tumblr one time. <laughs> Come to think of it. Would that be hentai? Yeah, but I don't like saying that because that legitimizes it. That's legit. I will say pornographic anime. That's legit, valid. (laughs) I just wanted to ensure that I was understanding things correctly. Oh, you are. Allegedly. Okay, next character. I also have one last thing. Oh, yeah. I have an old Nospo prediction that I know is just not true at this point. Mm -hmm. But... Baron is a black. (laughs) (laughs) She was a black. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. But I originally thought Berlaine and Tuan were going to have to meet to, like, figure shit out better because mm. they're both tech pen drags yeah. yeah i do think that gets referenced when they work with the sean sean or it's referenced at some point mm-hmm. when she meets the sean sean i believe you i just don't <laughs> i would greatly like a dna test on both of them yeah to see if they're actually related because we know that the blood gets somewhat diluted in sean sean yeah. over time mm-hmm. which just makes sense though because like it's been three thousand years yeah and you you can't keep a pure bloodline yeah for that long in let's that see who has family. more yeah i would really be curious to see who has more the empress or the first of may like because if the first of man has more then shouldn't she, she be empress <laughs> wouldn't that be something <laughs> oh my god she'd release demonic Allegedly. I, I, know. Get, I, get, I get the feeling that Berlaine would kind of like having people on chains, you know? No. And now I think we're going to talk about Avienda. Yeah. Because there's not really much of Avienda. That's fair. It's kind of just on her trip to Ruidian. Ruidian! She's going to become a full wise one. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, and she, she meets a strange old lady in the waste. Nakomi. Who Nicole. apparently is like, from my understanding, like an old legend in Aiel culture. No. Mm-mm. It's oh. just just a random name. Oh, it's just. A I person. thought the name was a an old name. It might have I mean, been like a, a traditional. Yeah, like, but but it wasn't like a person. Hmm. It was just like a random person that maybe had a prolific name. Hmm. They also did come and go. Yeah. Very unseeming. Un- oddly. Oddly. Where did you come but from? yeah. Where did you go? But it's not like a Bigfoot type thing. No, but they do imply that it's something like magical. Like when you read it, it's a little yeah. like this is Yeah, just Avienda. It's not because of her name. It's just because of how she behaves. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I think Because we know she can't channel. Yes, but Amos makes it very clear that it's like, oh, that's an old name, like that's a powerful name type of thing. Yeah, but you don't get that in Towers of Midnight. You oh, get that you in can. Gathering Storm. No. You get that in I memory, of light. memory of light. I don't know why I keep doing that. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm reading a memory of light. Oh. <laughs> the weed wheezes, the weed wills. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it weaves it into calling it the gathering storm. All Apparently, the through, even when I'm sober. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean that's what we find out like eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just meant it wasn't in that book. Yeah, but we have full spoilers anyway, so... Like, yeah, yeah, totally legit. Um, and then we get back to the pillars. And she's gotta go through the second time, and she gets really fucking pissed off. And I agree, because she's like, I need to know, like, I want to know what happens this time, because she knows she can interpret She hasn't, I wanted, 
clarify something. She does not go, th- that's not the first one she went through. She went through a different Tarangrel the first yeah. time. So she's going through this one for the first mm-hmm. time. She went through the hoops the first time, I think. Yes. The hoops that are kind of like the accepted test, I believe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All I can think of is the ring game in Fall Guys. When I think of the hoops. Hoopsie Daisy. <laughs> yes. Hoopsie Master. Hoopsie Legends. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she's going through the pillars and she wants to know how they work because she knows that she can figure out Tangriel now. She knows that's her talent. And she's frustrated because she's like, I knew all this shit when I came in. I came here to gain knowledge. I gained no knowledge. Because Nokomi like, made her think of. Yep. It was like, very shit, like, this isn't uh, good if mm-hmm. this is how this works out. Oh. And so she goes She goes through again. She goes through a couple more times. I don't remember exactly how many times, but it keeps... She goes... She touches it for a while, and she sees, like, a thing. Yes. And, like, I read this in the last few days, mm-hmm. so... She sees it, and she sees a thing, and she's like, that wasn't anything before. Was that even further back? This doesn't make any sense. And she's like, I'm gonna do it. So she takes one step in and she walks all the way through. Yeah. But when Rand went through the first time, it was every step was a new memory. So she goes through one more time, but it's the steps that break it up. That makes sense. That makes sense. And we eventually learned that her and Rand are supposed to have children. Yeah. And I'm like, bitch, when? When? <laughs> and like, they fucked one more time. But he's gonna, that's true, they did fuck one more time. Makes sense. <laughs> Also, she's been pregnant that whole time. Just didn't know it. It's one of those chill pregnancies. It's like Kate Middleton's first pregnancy. <laughs> um, but yeah, she sees the future. Yeah, and it's fucked up as shit. They just die. She literally just watches like the last of mm-hmm. the Aiel die. Good because the Shanchan take over and they hunt the Aiel because the Aiel resisted them. Because mm-hmm. the dragon's piece didn't work. No. Because of course it didn't work. It was created by Rand Althor. <laughs> Who really just said, please. <laughs> really didn't give any sort of idea to how they should make this work. Just told them to figure it out. <laughs> he said, <laughs> not his fucking problem. Yeah. He's on his way to die. Like, I know, but like. <laughs> Rand said, please. And the Aiel said, police. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but fucking listen, this boy found out he was adopted and then got told that there's a couple after of- car- while carrying his dad's, dad's almost corpse, dragging his dad's almost corpse, and then found out that there's just a few thousand years of prophecy saying, oh, yeah, you better die, bitch. No, and, it's true. and he's like, you know what? I'm going to die. But there's a make a wish foundation in Randland now. And I wish y'all could just fucking get along. You know? <laughs> Let me die for something, please. <laughs> okay, but they did raise legitimate concerns like the Shanshan have kidnapped multiple women. <laughs> and we want them back. And yeah. we're not we don't want to agree with this until we can have them back. And Rand was like, I'll try my best and yeah. left. <laughs> Do you, do you remember how much pain he's in all the time? Yes. But he, like... he doesn't have time for a few kidnapped peasants. Like, damn. Kidnapped Aes Sedai. Yes. But you like one of them's a lie to us, so like I get that. They can keep it. Yeah, like how on a percentage <laughs> basis, it's a more likely than not that Aes Sedai are gonna be fucking assholes. So more likely than not, some assholes got kidnapped, Rand's gotta go die. This ain't his fucking problem. 
You can handle this. I'll go save the world. The tower is, in all probability, better off without them. Like, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) The tower? Yeah, like if certain Aes Sedai get kidnapped. Okay. I thought you meant the White Tower would be better if it had no Aes Sedai at all. And I'm like, yeah, true. Would it still be the White Tower? I mean, it's still white and it's a tower. Until it gets bang, bang, banged. True. Until they have to switch out the pads and (laughs) (laughs) take the pads down to move out, and it's a yellow tower, and you're like, oh shit. That's a good callback. (laughs) Wonderful. That's a good callback. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Abby had to seize her future. These are four children, and they are douche canoes. They're all bad. <laughs> all of them. And Elaine's not any better. Like <laughs> Elaine's kids are, our kid that is a queen is a douche. Well, that was going to happen Ooh, no matter what. We learn that Rand's children are, have like a weird force sense for the power. Like they can channel it all the time forever in massive amounts. And yeah. they're born like born with the ability almost. Yeah, and so why weren't um Luce Therens? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, why has this not ever been a legend of the dragon? Because like, he killed them all. Whoa! I went again, Luce Theron. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Weed of Time podcast, and we hope you tune in again soon. Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter or Discord at the Weed of Time, and check out our Patreon for cool bonuses like early access to all of our episodes. If you have a second to rate and review our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, remember that the Weed Weaves is the Weed Wills. FYI, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you would have got this episode in November. True. Oh, damn. <laughs> like, early November. Also, when you when you hit us up on Twitter, make sure to tell us that Shame is definitely gaslighting me. Bye. I'm not! <laughs>